I'm curious if you have heard about this product that's being touted all over social media as a new miracle weight loss drug. It's like the new Ozempic. It's called berberine. But medical experts are saying that it might not actually be the cure-all that we think it is. So what exactly is it? Why are people taking it? And what are the side effects? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's an internal medicine physician and assistant professor at University of Toronto and McMaster University in Hamilton, Dr. Sean Wharton. Dr. Wharton, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. So it's all over TikTok. And as we know, we can't always trust everything we see on the Internet. But it is it is spreading like wildfire with people talking about this new drug. Well, it's a it's a natural uh, substance, I suppose, berberine. What exactly is it and what are the effects that people are going so crazy for? Right. So um, so just as you stated, it's probably all fake. So that's what we're going to if no one else listens to the rest of this. <laughs> this is the most important thing is that it's, it's, it's not real. Um, and so this is a natural product, the way lots of natural things are. So it comes in food. It's a bitter tasting component of, of a food product, just the way that you get bitter parts of salad or any, anything else. And, there's a chemical, and that's a chemical substance. So any time you taste something bitter, that's some type of chemistry, natural chemistry, and we have lots of that. And it's been in herbal medicine and Chinese medicine for a long time as something that helps with the GI tract. Mm. So it helps with bowels and, um, and upset stomach, or it can make you have bowel movements or decrease it, or helps with inflammatory changes and that type of stuff, which it may, may have some, some aspects um, uh, um, um, to that, but it is not a, a drug that has properties that are touted here. So are people just lying to get attention then? Some people are saying online that this is like nature's Ozempic. And, you know, I think we've had enough conversations on this show and just in our in our society now at large that we generally know that Ozempic can work to create weight loss as a side effect. It's intended as a diabetes medication, but can create weight loss. So berberine doesn't do any of that or is it doing it? But there are some major asterisks to that. Yeah, no, it's not doing it. And um, so, so there aren't huge asterisks to it. It, it, it isn't uh, um, uh, doing what it what it stated on there. So, why why are people saying so? Are they lying? I don't think people all specifically lie. I mean, some are on there lying, knowing that it doesn't work, and hoping for money and hoping for some kind of uh, a response or something or the other. I mean, how many people are using raspberry ketone now? Which <laughs> um, as five years ago, everybody was. How many people are using green tea extract? Now, five years ago, people would have sworn by it, right? Tons of videos and swimming teas, and nobody uses it now. Why? Because it was fake then, and it's fake now. So berberine is fake now, and it'll be fake five years from now, and nobody's talking uh, about this at all. So why is it Why is it even here? Why is it coming about? Um, because people are always hopeful for you know, some type of natural component um, uh, to to cure their woes or their, their, their challenges, and they just are looking for something else besides looking towards biology and science and accuracy. And um, that's that's where it's coming from. Yeah, I think you touch on a couple of really important points there. And one is that it seems that if something comes from nature, we intrinsically find that it is safer or it's something that we're maybe more comfortable taking because natural couldn't possibly be bad for us. Is there a downside with taking this? It might not create weight loss, but will it do anything else for you? Yeah, and you know, probably it probably isn't anything bad from from 
taking it 500 years ago or 100 years ago where you're actually eating it from the Barbary bush because you're eating it from a bush. So how concentrated could it be? It's probably fine. And if you're having some GI problems with it, you stop taking it. Um, but now if it's concentrated in a, in a manner where we don't know how much is it concentrated, is it actually all berberine? Is there something else in there? What is going on? What is it doing to our body? So so those are the problems and the issues. And because it's a natural substance, it doesn't go through the rigor, the scientific rigor from the Health Canada bodies, the FDA bodies, that would um, say that this, this is absolutely what it is supposed to be. And it absolutely gives this type of effect. And it's monitored by this body of people. So, so those are where the challenges are. So if, if natural products aren't going through the same rigorous testing, then are they, are they less safe? Does that suggest that we should be more wary of taking them? Um, not always, not exactly. I mean, I think if, if, it's, if it's doing, if you like it, if you enjoy it, and if you know a good source and you understand the source and it's, it's, um, it's a, a proven vitamin source or vitamin company that does a good job and, and um, uh, it has a regulation, there's some regulations there. Um, and so I'm, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I mean, I, I taught at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine. I believe in naturopathic um, uh, components and herbal, herbals and vitamins. I, that's, that's all correct it's to do and eat healthy, be healthy. But to, to state that something like this is going to do what a therapeutic drug does in FDA and Health Canada con, um, appropriate made and studied is is wrong so the so the reports in tiktok are wrong the fact that this berberine is a natural substance and it may do some nice inflammatory things and everything else is probably accurate yeah i'm very much of the belief that i think that you should entertain a different a few different types of approaches when it comes to your health so you know herbs and natural substances and eating as healthy as you can coupled with the expertise (laughs) of western medicine i think seems to make a lot of sense. And, you know, the fact that something like this just simply isn't tested and just doesn't do what Ozempic does in the body should be a pretty big red flag. Can you can you outline exactly what Ozempic does that berberine doesn't? Right. So Ozempic is a, um, a, a structure just like our GLP-1. GLP-1 is a hormone that we produce in the body after eating. You eat your dinner, a hormone goes from the intestine to the pancreas tell the pancreas to start producing insulin to store all that food and it goes to the brain and tells the brain it's time to stop eating um and people living with type 2 diabetes don't have enough glp1 people living with obesity don't have enough glp1 so so what what the ozempic molecule is or the semaglutide it is it is a analog of our own glp1 and it's the amino acid version of it kind of like insulin so it's made in a very um, the uh, the an analogous, it's 97% close to our actual GLP-1. And it goes and it, it connects with the GLP-1 receptor on the pancreas and in the hypothalamus and in the mesolimbic system and does the things that the, that GLP-1 is supposed to do. So it's very clear and accurate and you can... You can take an fMRI and um, and and locate where the the drug hits the receptor. It's very biological, very chemistry driven. Hmm. And berberine doesn't necessarily do the same thing, or really <laughs> no, any of that. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't do any of that. It doesn't do any of that in such a specific manner. It's a it's probably a good food, just like salad and fibers sure, and yeah. broccoli is good 
food and um, and healthy food. So I would, you know, I mean, I think people should have berberine, but they shouldn't say that it it does what a um, what uh, FDA Health Canada drug does. It doesn't do that, and um, uh, it's, it's so so that is the wrong part. The the right part is is the promotion of of a healthy life and healthy eating. The wrong part is saying that it does something that it doesn't do. Sure, but the way that it's been suggested, I think, is kind of alarming. You know, the fact that we're talking about it as nature's Ozempic and thinking about Ozempic as strictly a weight loss medicine, I think really speaks to the fact that we all really want a quick fix. How frustrating is that from the perspective of a physician, from a medical professional, that we as humans, we just want something easy? Yeah, I think we want something easy for lots of things. So I don't think, I think it's a human quality. We want something easy for our telephone so we're not stuck to a wall. I think that's a pretty good idea and all kinds of things um, um, that we want easy as, as, as human beings. So I don't get frustrated by it. We are more um, uh, here to teach the biological principles and a reminder that biology is real and, and berberine is real as a natural substance, but biology to understand how cancer works and what a chemotherapy agent does, what, um, uh, what, what other agents that actually cure things or treat conditions that are real do. So, so that's the science. And then when people get caught up in these other crazes, it's, a, it's for a period of time and it usually doesn't cause too much harm. But the anger is, is who's getting rich off of it? Mm-hmm. And that's the frustrating thing. These, these, these um, snake charmers or whatever they call them, snake oil salesmen, yep. like when will they go away? But they actually won't. It's part of our DNA to believe that, that the snake oil has something to it or believe somebody else. But I'm kind of saddened when, when you find out that it was fake and you found out that you spent too much money or someone else has your money. That makes me angry. Well, someone else has your money for something that's fake. Especially in an area like this that we continually are obsessed with, and that is weight loss. And you mentioned a few others from the recent past, you know, raspberry ketones and berberine and green tea extract. Is it alarming to you that this obsession with being thin and at any cost is still something that's really just so prevalent? Yeah, and um, I, to some degree, I, I don't I'm not surprised by it. I don't think it is at any cost. I do think that that then that's why they we they were hoping for something natural. That's why we don't want to go with a unnatural substance. So so the ozempic or the the semaglutide molecule is unnatural. Right? It's not a natural substance. We made it in a lab. It's made in a lab. And doing bariatric surgery is unnatural. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are unnatural things and people don't want to do them. But if you have disease, real disease, you're 450 pounds, you have type 2 diabetes, you have fatty liver, you're at risk of dying, you will do unnatural things just like chemotherapy is unnatural. A hyperlipidemia drug to decrease your cholesterol level when you have familial hyperlipidemia and you're at risk of a heart attack, unnatural, but absolutely necessary when the risk-benefit ratio is there. So again, the biology helps with disease. And if people are trying to just live healthy, they should live healthy. They don't need this. Um, uh, so, um, so that is where we have to, to try to. So it doesn't frustrate me. It's human. It's human nature. But dealing with people with real disease is what is what I see in, in my office. And we have a clear, easy conversation about what um, what the available treatment options are. People who want to lose a few pounds for a wedding, I don't know, maybe go to the gym or have a nice diet or 
I don't know, maybe take some berberine <laughs> to, to be healthy or whatever the case is, but that's not a medical um, uh, con- con- condition. I would just be upset about it. Um, someone stealing my money for that berberine, I'd rather give it to the gym rather than them take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Great perspective, Dr. Guy. Morton. Thank you so much for making the time this afternoon and for explaining what berberine is and, of course, what it isn't. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you. (laughs) That's Dr. Sean Wharton, internal medicine physician and assistant professor at the University of Toronto and McMaster University in Hamilton.